clicked. It's been clicked. It's been clicked. It's been clacked. It has been clicked. This is not the podcast for the clicking joke. <laughs> it's not the podcast for the clicking joke. For some reason, no matter how much I turn down my headphones, you're just as loud as ever. <laughs> oh, there we go. Now try talking. I'm talking. Yes, you are. <laughs> okay. <laughs> boy, oh boy. If there's one thing audience members love, it's adjusting the audio in the middle of the show. So I'm not cutting out word one of this. In fact, I'm going to put in a bunch of the audio of myself muttering from earlier when we were trying to figure out how to get your microphone working. <laughs> Even while you weren't recording. So uh, congratulations, audience. You, won. you get to hear all of that. You won the big prize. Uh, hey, Willow, thank you so much. Wait, we're not even doing the episode. This is not our goofy show. No, this is your goofy show. This is not It's Del Toro time if you've stumbled across this and you're like, hey, those are the It's Del Toro time people. Nope. No. This is a different show. But for the third week now, you're on it. Yeah. So you know how this works. You're going to read the bit from the beginning. And then I will yeah. criticize it, and then we'll do the theme mm -hmm. song. Yep. Does that work for you? Works for me. All right. Go ahead. Read us that bit, and then we'll talk. <clears throat> Give her any help she may need from you, for she has been the benefactor of many people. Romans 16.2. So this is a weird one, because this is not only taken out of context, it's like extremely taken out of context. <laughs> Um, it's, it, they only put in half of the first sentence. <laughs> uh, I commend to you our sister Phoebe, a servant of the church in Kentria. Welcome her in the Lord in a manner worthy of the saints and assist her with anything she may need from you. For she has been a great help to many people, including me. Greet Prisha and Aquila, my fellow workers in Christ. Like it's, it's specifically talking about Phoebe, a specific person <laughs> in the story. It's not just like, welcome it, like, help anyone. It's No, it's, it's story specific. But I guess they couldn't find enough stuff that was like, do your chores, kids. So they went with this. I'm sure there's something they could have manipulated into being like, do your chores, kid. You could do your just, chores or go to hell. You could just manipulate a child into doing their chores. Exactly. And then you don't have to read a Berenstain Bears this, book. Is this whole part of the series just about kids being manipulated into doing adults' work? Um, I think it's more about kids manipulating adults into thinking they've done something. Yeah. The yeah, kids. Okay. Uh, because this book, is a whole, this book is a whole bunch of bullpucky, too, because... It's not all, well, we'll get into it, but it's really about how brother and sister manipulate their two friends into doing their chores for them. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> uh, let's, do a, let's do a podcast and away we go. I'm cutting it. I'm cutting it all. Welcome back to Deep in Bear Country, a Berenstain Bearcast. I'm your host, Phil Gonzalez, and this week, we already told you who's back, but who is back? It's your boy, Willow. It's Willow. Back again for another episode. To talk about another beginning level. I can read beginning reading level one, Zonder Kids, Living Lights, Faith Story, featuring the Good Deeds Scouts. 
The Berenstain Bears, Mama's Helpers from 2011. Story and pictures by Jana Mike Berenstain. And I mean, look at this title page. You have the I Can Read banner. You have mm-hmm. to acknowledge that. You have to acknowledge the fact that it's level one. You have mm-hmm. to acknowledge that it's Zonder Kids and that it's Living Lights, that it's a faith story, that it's a good deed scout story. <laughs> like there's a lot of there's a lot going on here for a book yep. in which nothing happens again. Yep. There's not even any nothing happens. There's no witches in this one. I do, there is I will talk about that later. Okay. But, <laughs> there, um, are there secret witches in this one? There's no witches, okay. but there is there, this has something that the other Bear Scout or Good Deed Scouts don't, didn't have. Yeah, do not call um, these Bear Scouts. They will be so offended. These are not offended. Bear Scouts. Uh, I want to tell you a story from uh, yesterday. Ooh, is it a Bible story? Yeah, it's a Bible story. No, uh, I was talking to Miles yesterday, okay. my BFF, best friend forever. Uh, <laughs> and I was telling him about a recording. And I was like, so yeah, my dad does a, a podcast on the Berenstain Bears. And we're talking about the Good Deed Scouts. <laughs> and he just looked at me. Okay. With this just WTF look on his face. And he goes, those were a lot of words. There's a lot to unpack in that sentence. <laughs> Should we have Miles on next week? That would be great. <laughs> <laughs> Readers, write in if you'd like to hear Miles on next week's episode of the Baron State Bears. Uh, I, I, a listener of the show, uh discovered that you were on this week and said uh, i should just make you my co-host and to which i said we have a hard enough time co-hosting one podcast (laughs) (laughs) making that all work out but uh yes it's always a delight to have you on the show willow Uh, really no one uh, uh, people actually listen to the episodes i'm on that's whack that is whack it's wacky um you have you have listeners. So we're back yeah. with the Good Deed Scouts. The setup to this book is I don't understand it in the first place. It's non-existent. What There's is no ha- setup to this book. What's going on here? They're using their spoons incorrectly. <laughs> Seriously, Mama Bear's spoon is like completely tilted to the side. It's just dropping food back into her bowl. She she took too big a scoop and she's politely dumping it out so she doesn't have to take a big bite. Well, Brother Bear's just dumping it onto the table. Oh, my God, he Look is. Look at that. <laughs> what shall be your good deed today? How about how about not spilling your food intentionally onto my, my tablecloth, kids? <laughs> how is that for a good deed? You're right. Brother's just like, ah, screw it. <laughs> is that how he keeps from eating this mush? I guess. What are they eating? It doesn't look very appetizing. It's like bowls of mashed potatoes, and they each have a little, a little like, cup of gravy next to mm-hmm. them, uh, which actually sounds pretty good for breakfast. But no. Why are all the scouts there at the Bears Treehouse in the morning? It's first thing well, in the morning. Clearly, Lizzie and Freddie are orphans. Right. <laughs> in the Good Deed Scouts universe, uh, Lizzie and Freddie don't have parents. Yeah. Actually, they we've established they have parents because in the last book, the neighbor gave them flowers to give to their mothers. So they right. at least have mothers. Well, now in this book, they no longer have those parents. Something happened. Yeah, the flowers between, killed them. Something happened between the flowers and now. And no, it the says, witches. It says the Good Steed Scouts were up bright and early. They were having breakfast at the Bear family's treehouse. But it doesn't say like Lizzie and Freddie came over to have breakfast. It's just like they woke up. They're all having breakfast here. Maybe they had a sleepover. Maybe they had a sleepover. Other question. Are they always just dressed for deeds? Like Yeah. They never wash those. They never wash these little outfits. They're always dressed like 
In the Bear Scouts books, they would have their Bear Scouts meetings in uniform, mm-hmm. and then they would go and do their Bear Scout stuff. That's like how it functioned. And mm-hmm. this, there's no like clubhouse or anything. There's no meetings. They're just always on the ready. They're always like, let's, we have to be prepared to do good deeds. Like the Boy Scouts. But the even Boy, Boy Scouts, Scouts change their prepared. clothes. There's also Honey Bear in the background. So we know that Honey Bear is an actual character in this series. She is. And she has, actually, she comes into play later on in the story. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they're all crammed around this thing. And, uh, and Scout Lizzie is like, what are we going to do today? What's going to be our, what's our deed today? And this is where the first, like, I don't know if this counts. The brother's like, let's, let's help mama out. Let's help our mama out. Mm-hmm. Our mama needs some help. Let's help out our mama. And I'm like, what about Mrs. Bruin? What about Cousin Fred's mom? Like, don't they? Like, they're not, Mama's not the only bear who, like, needs help. And bear. Like, I just think it's, they're going to spend the whole day just helping Mama Bear. And we never get any other books of, like, the Berenstain Bears, Lizzie's Mama's helper. <laughs> That's because they are dead. That's right. They are dead, canonically. Uh, and Cousin Fred's like, yeah, as the Bible says, honor your father and your mother. And I'm again, Why I'm like, is cousin Fred, sorry, Scout Fred, always the one who comes out with the Bible quotes. So in the original series, it was established that cousin Fred had memorized the dictionary, so he was always mm-hmm. throwing out references. So I guess in the Good Deeds universe, cousin Fred has memorized the Bible, or you know, he's memorized a tiny book of Bible sayings, I guess is how yeah. we'll, we'll put that. He doesn't, he doesn't whip out like scripture. He whips out quotes mm-hmm. that anyone could pull out. Like it doesn't take a biblical scholar to say, as the Bible says, honor your mother and your, like anyone knows that. Like everyone knows the Bible says that somewhere. He's not offering like in-depth biblical criticism. He's just like, this is something he could have read off the, off a, uh, fortune cookie. I like to think that cousin Fred grows up to become a religious a religious studies professor at a prestigious university. I thought you were going to say something funny or sarcastic, <laughs> and instead you're just like, I really hope he puts that. I really hope he puts that knowledge and that passion to good use. That would be really nice to hear about. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I guess I hope so too. If that's what he, I hope. Co- my hilarious thing is, I hope Cousin Fred <laughs> pursues his, his dreams and his passions. I hope when he gets to college, he finds whatever suits him at that time in his life. Yeah, That's there we go. Funny. I'm this, glad... is, this is our wacky headcanon. <laughs> I'm glad to, to, to uh, subvert expectations. <laughs> you get on fanfic.net or whatever is the current fanfiction website, and you start writing Berenstain Bears fanfiction, and it is simply the Cubs living pretty well-adjusted lives post-adolescence. Just like, yep. I wrote a 10,000-word story about Brother Bear uh, having a pretty good internship at a newspaper. Mm-hmm. He meets some interesting people. He makes some friends. He goes on to a different job. He stays in contact with two or three of them. That's your wacky yep. fanfic. Uh, so, yeah, I hope I hope Cousin Fred does, too. I hope he pursues religious studies. Heck, I'm gonna shoot for the moon and say I hope he gets he continues it into grad school. There we go. Yeah, maybe writes a good book about it. Yeah, called "Honor All Thy right, Father and Thy Fred. Mother: How I Got Through Grad School Without Actually Reading the Bible, but Only Reading the Same Book of Bible Quotes I Grew Up With." <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, so the good deed scouts are like, we're going to be your helpers, mama. What do you need us to do? And she puts them right to work. She's like, clean the table. Mm-hmm. I was going to ask you to do this anyways, but. Yeah. Uh, and it says like there's other chores to do. So they, mm-hmm. they clear the table. They wash and dry and put away the dishes. They clean the counters. They sweep the kitchen floor. And I'm like, at this point, these two pages where they do all the kitchen work. Mm-hmm. At that point, I'm like, your your job is done. You have fulfilled your good deed duty, kids. Now, get please mm-hmm. leave my house. There's four kids in my house. Please yep. go. You're you're more trouble than you're worth. But oh no, this story's just begun. Yep. Yeah. I'm going to scream. Okay. Yes. The story. <laughs> Wait, did you, did you did you just whisper? <laughs> I'm going to scream. Yeah, I keep getting Discord messages from the people I'm playing D and D with later, and I, I, it's not letting me mute the the conversation. <laughs> At least it's not Baron Saint Bears related. <laughs> I'm going to scream. <laughs> Sorry. Because <laughs> uh, now so Mama, Mama Bear... send, she sends them to do some real backbreaking work. At this point, yeah, she wants them to. Th- Why does she have so many rug hitters? <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to say, why does she have so many rugs? Which I was going to respond with, well, Mama, you know, she works in textile. She does. And then you're like, no, 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 no. It's the hitters. Why does she have so many rug hitters? And I, good question. She has at least four of them. At least four. I don't know if the cubs are using, what do you call those, by the way? What are the, what do, what do I you, call them? What are, what are rug hitters called? They're called rug beaters, right? Rug beater. You're right. They are called rug beaters. You knew the I answer. Mean, I, no, I didn't meet the know the answer. It was just written in the book. <laughs> rug beater. And they do look like that. Like, I wonder why they look like that. Like, why they have, why they're in that kind of, like, weird, like, sort of pretzely, pretzely shape. Huh. Like, they're just, they're, they're shaped weird. I found a great picture of a woman using one, though, that I'm going to show to you right now. All um, right. It's the example used on Wikipedia, and it is the most dynamic thing I've ever seen. So I can't say that I fault the Cubs for their form, because this woman is demonstrating amazing rug-beating form. She has a fun skirt on, too. She has an amazing skirt on. She is throwing her whole body into rug-beating, uh, and she looks she looks like she's having a great time. She looks like she's That seems a- like a workout. No uh, wonder... People were so swole back then. The were they? The name of the picture is mm. household gymnastics. Household gymnastics. Oh, hey, that's on the Wikipedia. Uh, it's from the Netherlands, so maybe they did things differently there. Yeah, it's the picture for rug beater on the Wikipedia. Um, I don't know why they look like that. Yeah, it might be something to do with the the air flow, like why fly swatters look like that. Yeah, I, I assume that it has to do like. You have holes in them so that you can swing mm-hmm. them really fast. And you're you're trying to – it's not about hitting every single square inch of the rug. It's about covering the surface area. I don't – this – wow, we've – I didn't know this was a <laughs> physics podcast. <laughs> They're beating Sorry. the rug. There's four beaters. They be, Mama probably has a bunch of rug beaters because she – goes through them so quickly like i assume they i guess s- she does she does like make quilts and stuff so yeah. i guess like if she has to yeah okay that makes sense she goes through this them. is do they break easily i don't think they would but maybe she got like mass-produced ones or something just to get a bunch of them right. maybe she sells them at her store too oh you're right that store we've never seen again yeah um this or maybe she was going to sell them at the store and then once papa bear was like stop working mama bear she was like i guess i just have all of these now the uh, the picture that I showed you 
is called uh it's called Huis Vrau Wang Gymnastic. That's one word. And it means gymnastics for housewives. You know. What that's not whatever. I think it's a This ju- is where I think it's this is where a we, joke. This is where we get to the part of the book that is absent in all the other books that we've read so far. Yes. So what happened? Okay, so the Cubs are out there beating the crud out of rugs. Mm-hmm. And then Papa comes sauntering up, and he, he asks a question that makes me wonder if he's having a stroke. And I don't <laughs> say that because, ha-ha, that's a funny thing to say. I say that because that's a, that can be a sign that you're either having a stroke or you're about to have a seizure. What does Papa ask? Are you burning leaves? There's n- I don't understand. It's like, I smell burning leaves. And then he like falls on the ground and like begins like convulsing. Like it's, that's like it would it would make as much sense as what happens next. Why does he no, think they're burning cl- leaves? I assume cuz in bear country the clouds of dust look like clouds of smoke. Is it that much dust? Like maybe he thinks he's being funny? <laughs> like when somebody farts and I thought s- he was going to ask if they were burning a bush. Like when somebody farts and you say, "Is somebody step on a duck?" Like, what? no one's ever said that. You don't ever. actually think somebody stepped on a duck, but you think you're being funny. You should. Say- I thought he was going to ask if he was. They were burning a bush to be funny because Bible. <laughs> it would be funny if someone farted, <laughs> and you didn't hear it, but you smelled it, and you still said somebody step on a duck, <laughs> as if. That would produce a horrible smell. <laughs> Ducks do smell pretty bad. So Papa's having a seizure. What's happening? I'm sorry. I'm totally <laughs> lost. Okay, so th- he wants to try beating the rugs. And this is where we get the first the first part where that's not present in any of the other books. Okay. Uh the dust the he makes really big clouds of dust come out going towards the laundry. Which is being completely destroyed by Honeybear anyway, so it doesn't matter. Right. But this is the first sign that there could have been some kind of conflict. Yes. Oh, Papa Bear messed up because he got all the dust all over the wash. Nope, they just move on. Yeah. It's like the slightest reference to old school Papa Bear who screws up mm-hmm. all the time. It's like the tiniest hint that mm-hmm. that's a thing. And you're right, though. Mama's like... My clean wash is getting dirty. Meanwhile, for the past two pages, Honey Bear is sitting in the thing of clean wash that Mama is trying to hang up, tossing everything onto the ground. Also, Mama's broken her neck. Yeah, her head is completely twisted around. She's like, (laughs) uh, it's like the exorcist. Not the scene where Reagan's head turns around, but the scene where Burke has been thrown from the window and, and Kinnaman, I think is his name, the detective, is like, his head was turned all the way around. That's a terrible thing to say on my Berenstain Bears podcast, <laughs> by the way. That's what happens when you mix Berenstain Bears and it's still Toro time. <laughs> it's true. Uh, but yeah, like, Honey Bear is thrown, she's thrown a shirt out, a towel, uh, several pairs of socks, pants, like a handkerchief. It's She's wrecking, and Mama's like, the, the, the Cubs were already beating it so much, it looked like someone was burning leaves. <laughs> in any case mama has a job for the cubs what's the job the job is to go to the attic and get the paper out of it <laughs> yeah bring them down to recycle but not just to recycle to recycle for the lord 
It says the it right there. The recycling showed respect for God's creation. Heck yes. That's that fuzzy-headed liberal thinking that's gotten us all in trouble these days. <laughs> Man, maybe we should just have a bunch of people sit down and uh, read the Good Deeds Scouts. Maybe then they'd understand the Bible better. People accuse, so people find out that the Berenstain Bears are like, they put out religious books and they're like, I didn't know the Berenstain Bears were that conservative. As if just putting out religious books makes you like a, a, a staunch Republican. Like, <laughs> a, it's like some sort of like irrational Trump supporter. When in fact, this book is like, you should recycle. Like, that's literally like show respect for the earth by like keeping things clean, using renewable resources, recycling. Like, it's the most like just. It's like it's like help your parents mm-hmm. and recycle. Yeah, I mean, there are some weird like. There's there's a book coming up eventually called Respect Your Elders, which is one of their least successful. Or it's a book that Mike complained about, not complained about the book, but complained about people's reaction because it was like, he was like, it's a book about respecting your elders. And people got like really upset about it. And I'm like, yeah, because like telling kids to blindly respect people just because they're older than them is a bit frowned upon these days, considering some of the heinous things people do who are older than children. So it's just, it's a touchy subject for a lot of people. Mm -hmm. And, uh, so there's a little, there's a lot of conservatism, I think, in the Berenstain Bears, simply by dint of the fact that it's produced by a person who comes from an older generation than a lot of readers mm-hmm. and has values that reflect more, more a slightly more conservative values. But Mike Berenstain is like a philanthropist. He travels the world with his charities. Like he's not producing like hate material. And tell- I think. I think. Part of the problem is that conservative has become synonymous with uh, bigoted. Um, right. Did you hear me? Yeah. Bigoted. And I think that I think that uh, the use of conservative now is really frowned upon when conservative isn't necessarily always bad in the strictest sense of the term. Right. I mean, conservative is just a descriptive term. Like, mm-hmm. I'm fairly conservative when it comes to the way I dress. I don't walk around mm-hmm. with, like, my my a shirt off. I'm a conservative dresser. Uh, that has to do more with the way I feel about my, my body. If I felt better about my body, I would never wear a shirt. I would, wear, I would be topless while podcasting. How does that make you feel? I'd have... The Zoom screen gone. <laughs> I mean, you do whatever you want to do, man. I know. I live your life. But the, yeah. I, so the, 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 what I'm saying, though, is that I'm a fairly conservative when it comes to the way I present myself. It doesn't mean mm-hmm. I am politically conservative. Far from it. Uh, but, yeah, you're right. Like, the word has taken on tinged meaning. Uh, and I think the Berenstain Bears are fairly conservative when it comes to, like, their values and stuff. But not... Mm-hmm politically conservative when it comes to their values i don't think no i think wasn't the whole isn't the whole point of bear country to be like accept and love everyone even the guys who get thrown off bridges uh, even the guys who get thrown off bridges maybe not the guys who throw guys off bridges but we have no. ways of dealing with them they're from big bear city yeah um so yes yeah, so papa what does he do he burns mama's clothes and then she <laughs> exiles them he to the attic burns mama's clothes. or something he throws them on the leaf pile <laughs> i can't remember what's happened <laughs> Uh, mom is like, there's a bunch of old newspapers up in the attic. And I'm like, why? Why? (laughs) (laughs) Mama's personal fire hazard stash. So they go upstairs. 
in a traditional Berenstain Bears book, the Cubs would be distracted by all the cool stuff in the attic, but instead it is Papa mm-hmm. who is distracted by all the stuff in the attic. Uh, and what happens? He dresses up as, as you said earlier, Willy Wonka. Mm-hmm. And puts an old record on the record player. I really want to know what song he put on. I really want to know what that song is. It's the opening to Deep in Bear Country. (laughs) (laughs) I remember this old song, Papa said. He danced around the attic. The cubs were like, thanks for the help. (laughs) (laughs) Like, they're bundling things up. Also, I do not like the way he has... He has taken records out of their sleeves and just (laughs) haphazardly tossed them around the attic. Like, that is not... You know. These are old 78s. Those things are like... A 78 will shatter into pieces if you look at it wrong. And he's just like like tossing them off. Um, they have to... They're records that are made for bears, though. Are they made out of honey? I don't understand. No, I mean, but they have to be able to withstand bear claws. Oh, I guess that's true. Bears, so maybe they're less fragile. I think I've discussed this in the episode like years ago... On an episode years ago. The fact that like... I wonder if everything in if you if you were able to travel into Berenstain Bear World, you would be shocked at just how sturdy everything is. Mm-hmm. Like because the bears are so strong. They can like they, they crush anything with their hands if it's not firmly built. Because they're you grizzly. You get an bears. action figure you get an action figure from Grizzly from Grizzly Bear. From <laughs> Bear Country, it'll never break. <laughs> right. Uh, I mean, if you're a cub, yes, you're strong enough. But if you're a human person, forget it. You ain't snapping that. Yeah. So they're, they're, they're. That's why there's, that's why there's no other animals around because the bears are just so strong. <laughs> oh, no. They're all like Lenny from Of Mice and Men. They just accidentally snap the necks of every small animal around them. <laughs> they is... can't, they can't play with the cubs because the cubs are too strong to play with. So they right. all had to move away. Right. Sister Bear kept killing all the butterflies and frogs. Who were her <laughs> friends. Uh, that's dark. That's darker than the exorcist. Uh... So Mama comes upstairs and she dances with Papa in his like Willy Wonka outfit. It's a top hat. It's a light baby mm-hmm. blue top hat. It matches her dress. It does. They actually, it looks really nice on Papa. I think uh, Sister Bear is dying. Her hand is like inverted. Her sister's hand is turned backwards. <laughs> uh, and she's laughing herself to death like one of the Joker's victims. Uh, they dance around. The, the scouts are laughing. Freddy Bear's looking into the broken mirror and seeing death. Oh, he sure is. <laughs> Seeing his future, which is cracked yeah. and faded. Um, uh, his future as a religious studies professor. <laughs> now, you might think this is the end of the book, right? There's no way you can top this. Like, this led us into the attic. Mama and Papa mm-hmm. had a loving moment. And Mama should be like, what a great day of chores. It led me back to my husband's arms or whatever. But no, no, no. There's more chores to be done. Uh Mama and Papa head downstairs. They make the cubs carry all the heavy papers. Yep. And uh, and we get the greatest picture of Honey Bear ever committed to paper. Just <laughs> Honey Bear looking a little PO'd. Furious. Yeah, Honey's getting cranky, says Mama. Please play with her. Um, this is where I'd dip if I was a good deed scout. <clears throat> and this is where... This podcast crosses over with my third podcast, Pizza Toast, a Babysitter's Club podcast, because <laughs> the Cubs are, they, they are in full-on Babysitter's Club mode. They are going above and beyond what you would expect someone whose only job is to watch a baby to do. They, uh, 
They play catch with her by throwing. They chuck a ball at her head. I was gonna say throwing a ball on her head. <laughs> they... Is that intent? Like, why is she having so much fun? She's getting beat to death with balls. She is getting beat. She is getting beat to death with balls. Is <laughs> a great way to describe this picture. I'm surprised the editor didn't catch it. It's a picture, listeners. You can't see it. It is all the cubs standing around Honey and pelting her with hard softballs. <laughs> No, it's a picture of Sister Bear. She's tossed the ball and it's bounced and it's bopped Honey on the head and she's laughing. It's like a Nerf ball. It's not like it is a red rubber ball, so it does look like one of those like uh, dodgeball balls. It's Wham! A, it's a medicine ball. <laughs> Weighs fifty pounds. Sister somehow bounced it. It's like when my mom was doing uh, working out with the medicine ball and she accidentally threw it against the ground to our hit her directly in the nose that'll happen gotta be careful with them balls um they play peekaboo and blocks which is that is not a structurally sound structure no it's gonna fall over that's how you learn that's but i'm mostly interested in the next picture what in the horror movie scene because that's the scouts put on a puppet show snow white and the seven Bears. Bears. What is, is Snow White? An axolotl. <laughs> she, okay, she does. She does look like an axolotl. Um, she is theoretically a person, a human being, a human woman, at least a muppet, but mm-hmm. not a bear. Uh, which to me says that in the bear world, the story of Snow White. Is kind of flipped on its axis. It's like in our Snow White, she's just this beautiful girl and she meets seven little men who are dwarves. So they're actually a different species. Mm-hmm. Like, because they're not human like people, they don't have dwarfism. They are dwarves, like mm-hmm. delvers. And this is the positing that Snow White is the weirdo. She's like the mythical creature and she just runs into seven guys. It's just seven guys in the woods, it's seven bears. Uh, <laughs> So or she's I, an axolotl. Or she's an axolotl. She's pink face with no nose, and she's smiling like an axolotl. She has the face shape of an axolotl. She sure does. She has the face shape. It kind of looks like another freelancer, but I'm not sure. It's certainly not the person who drew the last book we read. Um, no. Honey... Also, one of the bears' mouths is on its chest. Yeah, kind of these are simple stick puppets. Mm-hmm. Uh, one, two, three, four, five. Someone must be holding... No, there's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Oh, I see. One, two, three, five, six, seven, eight, including Snow White, and they each have two. Yeah. I see. Um, I guess you don't need all the dwarves in every scene, but I guess those are the puppets they made. In their version of the story, Snow White just runs away from home and meets seven guys, and they all live happily ever after. It's like a mix of Snow White and Goldilocks. Yeah. 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 Maybe they were going to do Goldilocks and the Three Bears, and they were like, well, what do we do? Like, there's more good deed scouts so like that ah, just turned mm-hmm. into seven bears so maybe there was a series of progressively softer chairs and like increasingly harder beds mm-hmm. this bear this oh this bed's too hard Woof, this bed's too soft oh this bed's too warm oh this bed <laughs> reminds me too much of a bed i don't like from a bad experience in my life Oh, this bed folds up if I like. It just keeps going. They have to, and then finally, in any case, Mama the, made lunch. Then they eat peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. At the end, like that's it. Yep. Uh, 
they don't mention God again. They do their good deed. Uh, Lizzie is suddenly wearing a headband instead of a bow. And it looks like Lizzie and brother are about to pray. Are they mm-hmm. about to pray? It yeah. looks like they're about to pray, but then Mama shows up with the sandwiches, and they're like, "Oh, oh, oh! I guess we don't have to do that." Like and they were. Sister Bear is like, "Thumbs up, man." Maybe Lizzie just got through whipping out a pretty rad prayer, <laughs> and Sister's like, "Righteous!" Like righteous. Now I lay That's me down. A lot down of sandwiches. T- I thought you said. <laughs> I thought you said Alana sandwiches. <laughs> I was like, what? No. Like, that's Alana sandwiches. No, she doesn't usually make a lot of peanut butter sandwiches now that you talk about it. No, that is a lot. Of, wait, is it a lot of sandwiches? It's four sandwiches. No, it's not. There's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. One, two. What are you talking there's about? Because stack, there's a stack of sandwiches, and then there's a stack behind the sandwiches, oh, and then there's another stack. <laughs> I see. You're in. You're inferring that... There are sandwiches that cannot be seen because of the height of certain sandwiches. Mm-hmm. I, one, two. I think it's four sandwiches, and they are. Mama put the rest of the plates on the giant tray. That's well. I guess it's open to interpretation. That's my. Then. <laughs> that's my. The Berenstain Bears Mama's Helpers fan theory, and I'm going to stick with it. Um, I think she made seven sandwiches for the seven dwarves. <laughs> seven sandwiches for seven brothers. Uh, yep. And that's uh, the Marin St. Bear's Good Deed Scouts, Living Lights, Zonder Kids, Faith or Story, I Can Read, maybe Level 1. there's five sandwiches. Mama's Helpers. There's, because there's at least three sandwiches in one stack on the side, because there's a piece of bread that you see that isn't connected to the other two sandwiches. I think it's six sandwiches, <clears throat> and Mama and Papa are going to eat with them. What about Honey Bear? She can't eat That this. means seven. Seven sandwiches. I was right. Mama and Papa, they're going to give Honey Bear a sandwich, which she'll probably choke on. She's very young. She's old enough to get hit in the face with a ball. That's true. She's old enough to be left left alone for an extended period of time while they're all in the attic. Oh, yeah. They do all go in the attic. She was asleep. <laughs> That's why she's cranky. They left her alone for an hour and a half. Uh, uh, there's not a lot going on in this book. Uh, not a lot going on. Papa, no. Papa dresses up as a man. Uh, Snow White and the Seven Bears. He does have his proper shirt on this time. It's a different illustrator. He's got the checks on his shirt. Uh, Mama is wearing her regular dress. dress. She doesn't have the vest on or anything. Uh, the dress gets progressively more blue as the story goes. The dress gets bluer and bluer, the, along with Mama's mood. And uh, that's the book. It's it's available for sale if you want to buy a copy of it. Not not from me, but it's still in print. Uh, or you can buy it online as an e-book. So, uh, uh, Willow, thoughts on Mama's Helpers? Does it make you want to do a good deed? My good deed is passing my test today. When is your test? It's at three. So in an hour and a half, a little less than an hour and a half from our recording, Willow is going to take a test. What is it in? Sign language. By the time you hear this, Willow will have taken this test. Uh, so if you're at home, you're listening to this, please sign good luck to Willow and then send it back in time uh, through magic to this moment. 
said that she received... I'm seeing them! Hundreds everywhere! <laughs> this is the stupidest bit we've ever done. I didn't... I was making it a bit. I'm serious. So... <laughs> Uh, that's it. That's it. This is the story. Uh, I mean, I, I wouldn't. I, hey, Willow, are you going to buy yourself your own copy of Mama's Helpers? Probably not. No. Um, but if you, I have one, you do. I sent you a. I sent you an electric mm. copy, an electronic copy, not an electric copy. <laughs> an electric copy. <laughs> sent you the, one of them electric books. No, I sent you an e-copy. Uh, I, I think it's a cute enough book. It's got Papa in a funny outfit and. If your if your children really really like the Berenstain Bears and you want them to do more chores around the house, easy tool for manipulation. Mm-hmm. Ha- invite all their friends over and have them help. That's I mean I will say it's more fun to do work when your friends are involved. So maybe that's the point. Maybe Mama should have maybe it should have started off with the ch- Cubs like being like eh, and then the Scouts being like let's all do it together and they're like well that'll be more fun. There you mm-hmm. go. I just fixed the book. It's a more interesting book now. Papa has a seizure. In any case, Willow, if people want to hear more of us talking at each other, they should listen to It's Still Toro Time. Yeah, they should. We're uh, just about to cover the 1947 movie Nightmare Alley, and then we will be going into the 2021 Nightmare Alley that's coming out soon. Soon. Uh, And then we'll be covering every movie Guillermo Toro recommended in that video about noir. Yep. Actually, we're going to be doing that in between. <laughs> yes. But in the week be between. We'll do... We're going to be releasing two episodes a day for a week. No, we're not. Uh, <laughs> That's a lie. Uh, it's an inside joke, too. So you have no idea why we're having such a good laugh about it. But uh, uh, in any case, Willow, thank you so much for joining me again. Good luck so much on your ASL test. Mm-hmm. ALS, ASL. ASL. ALS is... American Sign Language. ALS, ALS is Lou Gehrig's is... disease. Yeah. <laughs> That's a different thing. It's a terrible, terrible disease. Mm-hmm. Uh, I always confuse the two. I almost said ESL, which is English's second language. I am not acronyming well today, so uh, I'm going to just <laughs> cut it off uh, and say if you want to find us, you can find us at BerenstainBearcast.org. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at BStainBearcast. You can find me on Twitter at P. Corey Gonzalez. You can find me also on Twitter at Del Toro Time if you want to follow our Del Toro Time podcast. Otherwise, uh, We're done. We're done. We're done. We're done. We're done. done. Bye. And we'll see you all when Bear comes. I was going to do the wrong show again. (laughs) See you all next time deep in Bear Country. Goodbye. Woo!